podcast, Johnson. It's every other Monday's main event. Take it away. Here comes the podcast. All dressed in microphone. Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about love. Let's talk about kissing, making love. Uh, Hug, hugging. What we call intercourse. Yes, in, uh, hugging. There's hand holding involved. Cheek caressing. Cheek caressing, absolutely. Hair stroking. Uh, uh, yeah. Anal. It's all there. <laughs> And because uh, tonight, everybody, is it's V-Day, and we're not talking about the fucking war ending. We're talking about Valentine's Day, baby. Fuck season. We're talking about love in the world of professional wrestling. That's right. We're not talking matches tonight. This is every other Monday's main event, by the way. We're not talking about a match, guys. We're talking about weddings, because there have been a lot of weddings in the history of professional wrestling, and we thought... Everyone's talking about love right now. Everyone's talking about, you know, first base, second base, home run. No one's talking third base. Foul ball. Foul ball. Oh, my balls are often Mm. foul. Mm. I uh, I only shower once a week. Um, And uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about a couple professional wrestling weddings, uh, two of which are actually receptions uh, as opposed to the actual weddings. It counts. Um, it absolutely counts because it's about love. It's about wrestlers being in love. Who are we starting with? Let's start with the most problematic one. Let's get that out of the way. Is that mine? Uh, no, God. Oh, uh, oh, your, oh, yours oh. was problematic. Yours was beautiful. <laughs> no, uh, we're, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Billy and Chuck. Because mm. that was a very controversial wedding. I was on the uh, September 12th, 2002 episode of SmackDown. Where um, uh, tag team specialist William Gunn, uh, with his new tag team partner Chuck Palumbo, now just Chuck, uh, they're not getting married per se, but because um, the entire premise of their tag team was, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we pretended we're gay but we're not gay, which is not funny, which is just homophobic and kind of rude um mm-hmm. they instead decided let you know let's uh let's have a become tag team partners for life essentially oh special yeah so rico uh, is the one that comes to the ring rico was their manager um and uh there's, those a, there's real justice... sideburns i think they were yeah i did not like those no, I never enjoyed the way he looked. It always made me uncomfortable. Never yeah. looked real. The big shoulder pads, like way too long coat, like oversized. Yeah. 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 And like weirdly jacked, like not pleasantly jacked. Like he looks, he has a face <laughs> of a guy that shouldn't be jacked. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awkward all around. Um, but he planned the whole thing. You know, he made the whole wedding happen. He hired a, a decrepit justice of the peace um usually yeah usually in professional wrestling you know the person performing the ceremony tends to be uh more often than not a a legend of some kind a a guest um but we just got this random old guy with a nasally voice no one knows what the fuck his deal is but um i mean they like get up there 
and you know Chuck tells Billy Gunn, "You've captured my heart." Um, and the crowd is booing, and I would love to think that they are oh. booing due to effective heel not. work. Hmm? No, you lose me. I was no, I was just being. I'm here. Uh oh. Do we have a Hello. delay again? Hello. Do you hear me? I yes, I do. Okay. We'll keep trying. If but it happens again, I have another. <laughs> Mike has vanished. Let's see. Hello? Hey. All right. Okay. If it happens again, I'll just take a little longer. Um, I'll switch out computers. Okay. Disrespectful. Anyway. So as you were as you were saying, the, the crowd is booing you one would hope was because Effective of the character. Work. Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping, hey, these guys are good at getting people to boo, but they're just they're homophobic. They're mad at gay people being in the ring, even though they're not gay. That's, I think they were chanting homos at one point too. I don't know if uh, you caught that. Um, I was think I was trying not to, but probably. Yeah, they were they were chanting something. It sounded offensive. It was probably that. I don't know. Fuck, fucking hate everybody. Uh, Rico presented a video package though. It was called Our Love Story, um, and it was basically a clip show of all their the uh, homophobic moments. Uh, they're oh my god, they're posing like they're gonna have butt sex. They're eating hot dogs. Those look like penises. They're humping the floor. Yeah. Grinding. Unbelievable that even in 2002, this should not have flown. Not at all. Although, in fairness, um, the GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, I think is what they stand for. Uh, you know, they were concerned with this angle from the get-go. And they were like, hey, guys, this isn't cool. And I guess WWE sent them a... Um, uh, a notice saying, hey, you know, we're going to have a wedding. We want to assure you it's going to be tasteful. It's not going to be offensive or hurtful in any way. And then this them a lie. <laughs> all happened. Yeah, which is fucked up. Um, Rico sobbing at his handiwork. And the, uh, the decrepit JP asks if anyone has an objection. And, you know, that's always oh. going to happen. Well, the audience. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, beyond the audience, too, you had a, a special appearance. Anyway, where did this take place? Any idea? Uh, I think it was in like a hillbilly town, but I don't know uh, where. I feel I want to say Kansas. Oh, okay. I was just curious if that could have enhanced the uh, the, the rage and the hatefulness. Yeah, let's let's see if we uh, if we know where it happened. There's a million different places. Uh, Minneapolis. So they're not horrible there. I think they're a normal place. So, but it's 2002. So, and America. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's on point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Godfather interrupts. Uh, now, it's interesting. We did the 2002 Royal Rumble not that long ago, and everyone was very excited to see the Godfather back. 
Uh, this is nine months later, also in 2002, and the Godfather shows up, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, we haven't seen him in forever." So I don't know if he oh. just showed up at the Rumble that year or what happened, but he appeared and left, and then came back again. Gotta say, great theme song. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but everything else, no. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> fucking abomination. Yeah, the Godfather said the truth must be heard. Um, basically saying, hey, these guys like to fuck women, not men. Uh, we even got a little fat phobia in there because uh, the Godfather thought it was funny to point out that Chucky e. P loves the heftier women. Yeah, so he's not. Uh, he's not picky. Yeah, so let's 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 shame more people while we're at it. The 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 gay community is not enough. Let's go after the larger folk. Yeah. Um. What I found interesting is Rico screams at the Godfather to leave, and he just does. Yeah. He's like, he's like, almost, like angrily polite about it. Yeah, right? usually was... in wrestling, this would involve someone, you know, getting smashed in the skull Ooh. or something. But... Yeah, I'm going to give your arm a twist if you don't get out of here. All right. Exactly. But Godfather's like, no, nah, I'm just going to leave, and I'm going to have sex with 12 women. He said his piece. He tried. What he, he what he his considered best. his best, well, yeah. in his mind, yeah, which um, so. is a horrible and damaging thing to do to actual gay people. So, yeah, also not smart. Good on them. Yeah, um, so yeah, they're about to get pronounced, and Billy and Chuck are both like, ah, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's and, a publicity stunt. Yeah, and you know, Rico's furious. How dare you? I spent all this money, all this time. Uh, the note that I have here is we ain't got nothing against gay people, says Billy Gunn in the climax of a months long homophobic storyline. <laughs> just exploiting that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Just, hey, being gay is uh, hilarious. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's one of those things because like it's it's 2002. So they're like, well, we're not saying it's evil anymore. So what more do you want from us? Yeah. Like, well, well, don't say that it's funny either it's not just funny making, they're just making fun yeah what harm can that do we just think it's funny when boys kiss that's all yeah <sighs> yeah it was, so it, it, it was it was actually a very it was a too long of a segment i thought very very long segment like they 25 minutes they they could have cut the godfather completely yeah they could have cut the video package what if uh randomly if uh, earl Hebner was in the ring and he was like kind of like Counting, like, counting like to five to like you know the use he does to break holds. He was just doing that, yelling at people, <laughs> but no one was paying any attention to him. But he was like going through his motions, anyways. See, I'm just picturing like a little gift table in the corner, and Earl Hebner's over there, and he's just fucking snatching shit to sell at the Bass Pro Shop. around, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. I forgot it's a Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> if he ever thinks he's gonna get in trouble, he just dives into the uh, the aquarium yep. to hide out. Is a scuba mask. They can't get me in here. <laughs> What is that bizarre fish with a striped shirt? Yeah. <laughs> and other shirts hold, holding onto other shirts. <laughs> Jesus. Steve Austin shirts. Selling it to that goldfish over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so it just breaks down. The reveal was fun, though. Oh, the reveal was great. They, yeah. they should have just had the reveal immediately. Because um, the JP is saying... Doesn't matter, you know, commitments are special. Doesn't matter if it lasts 50 years, 16 months, or three minutes. Yeah. And I, I know at the time what that meant. Yes. 
three minute warning, baby. So he yeah. said, did I just hear myself say three minutes? Yeah, his voice changed. Rip off that makeup. It would have been great if he put the makeup off and like took his pants off too as part of like, this is my disguise. <laughs> well, it's because he had a prosthetic old man penis too. So he had to make sure he removed that. It's like, all right, guys, check this out. Get rid yep. of this. And the balls. He, uh, but yeah, he, he, it's Eric Bischoff. Stephanie is in shock that uh, Raw has invaded SmackDown. Oh my, how bored must she have been just to stand there silently for 20 minutes or I so know. until that oh happened? My God. Oh. She could have been getting that sweet, sweet Triple H penis at that time. They could have been oh making my. love. <laughs> oh, listen, if I'm married to Triple H, that's all I'm doing. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But yeah, so three minute warning shows up. Jamal and Rosie, uh, one of which uh, went on to become Umaga and later went on to become a corpse, unfortunately. Uh, He was great. Um, But they came in, they just beat the shit out of everyone. They hit a Samoan drop on Stephanie. um, And then like the SmackDown roster came out to save the day and everyone ran away. And we went to commercial. uh, A young John Cena was in there. Yeah, young John Cena. We had Edge. I saw Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came Paul Bear. Paul Bear was there. He said, Why wasn't I invited? <laughs> uh, Gobbledygooker. The the double G. Always Gilbert. at the weddings. Oh, bless him. <laughs> I saw a picture the other day of uh, Gilberg. Um, from when he wrestled, like, uh, he was like, you know, enhancement oh. talent on an old Raw in like 93. Yeah, but he yeah. still had like a receding hairline and his hair was like really fuzzy and weird. What was his actual name? Dwayne Gill. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. Well, good for him for coming back and doing something hey. with his life. He wrestled as recently as like 2018 in WWE. <laughs> As Gilbert, I hope. Yeah, they still bring him back to do the old bit once in a nice. while. Yeah. Still scared by his minor pyrotechnics. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Makes me laugh every time. <laughs> so that was it, right? That was the end of it? That was but, the end. So let's let's move on to the reception. Right. The reception. Oh, mine. Yes. I have uh, distinct memories of when this actually aired on TV. Although I can't remember. I still don't figure out what show it aired on. Because it was after SummerSlam. They had the wedding at SummerSlam, which was a normal wedding. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You know, no one got attacked. There was no cake to the face. Nothing like that. Uh, and it was it seemed it was, a, uh, it was a voiceover by Alfred Hayes, Lord Alfred Hayes. Yes, of course. And, you know, it's going through, like, it's a lot of it's normal stuff. You know, like yeah. the guests the, having their dances. Oh, they're getting nice gifts. But when they're opening the gifts, you know, it's... And, you got to try to compare it to a real world scenario. Like imagine like one of our weddings, if Lord Alfred Hayes was there interviewing us about our, <laughs> our gifts that we were opening. I'm, I'm laughing at the idea of, of Randy Savage getting excited over candlesticks. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, Ooh, <laughs> like looking at him like a fucking chimp. Put these on my piano. Yeah. <laughs> excited about a blender. Like I thought that was great. Yeah. He probably has one. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, <laughs> He's Randy Savage. He's a, a, a millionaire at this point. He's a major star. I don't think he needs anything. Yep. They still were but nice, though. Do you think whoever bought those had returned those afterwards? More than likely, yeah. Well, yeah. Vince wanted that money back. Yeah. Especially the candlesticks were expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what happens is Elizabeth opens a box, and I believe it was a, uh, a cobra? It was some type sure. of uh, dangerous snake in the box. I don't know my snakes very well. And as as Randy Savage, what I thought was shielded himself with Elizabeth against a snake, 
Mm-hmm. The Undertaker bursts in and cracks him in the head with his urn. Beautiful. Got Jake the Snake coming in with a snake glove on, grabs it, and he's just terrorizing Elizabeth with it. I'm glad he was again, a professional and still used the glove. Oh, of course. He's got to think of gotta, himself as safety. And again, it. imagine if that happened at one of our weddings. Like, stop and really think about it. Like, hmm. I'd be excited, though, Jake the Snake. Oh, of course. You get a celebrity guest at your wedding? Absolutely. Yeah. Although, you know, if that happened, The Undertaker, if he would have actually like, knocked us silly with an urn, so we probably wouldn't be conscious. Yeah, that wouldn't have ended our, well. Our new wives would have been just actually being terrorized by. Yeah. But that means that Psycho Sid would have also shown up with a chair. And that so, nice red dress shirt. He was looking sharp. Oh, yeah. He was wearing jeans. I'm just assuming he was wearing jeans. Yeah. And cowboy boots, I think. I'm not. I'm of making course. it up. but. You look good. But, yeah, and as our friend Kevin would like to say, he had the uh, uncooked ramen noodle hair. Oh, peak ramen noodle hair for Sid yeah. at this point. Do you think uh, when he took a shower, he would uh, wash it with like the, the flavor packet? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> no shampoo for him. It was actually was yeah. his head and shoulders, but it was like just salty flavor. Yeah, and he fluffs it with chopsticks and just, you know, really tries Ooh, to make yeah. it you know, authentic, he, the authentic if, experience. If he goes to the salon... He gets his hair done. He just rests back in the chair, leans back, and they just dip his hair in like a, like a, a cardboard container of hot water. Mm-hmm. And that's it to soften it up, and then they mix it in. That's nice. So it's a lot of work to be a superstar like, uh, like yeah. Sydney. That's right. Hey, remember when he broke his leg and we watched the video? Yeah. <laughs> you loved that, didn't you? Oh, it was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me really happy to see. I was actually, I was watching. Um, uh, Smackdown from 2000 today, and it was when the Radicals first debuted. So Benoit, uh, Saturn, Malenko, and Eddie. And um, Eddie fucking broke his arm on his debut uh, doing oh, a frog splash. That. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did they just look at his elbow or something? Yeah. Oh, he hits awful. the frog splash, and you can literally hear it like snap when it <sighs> hits the mat. It's uh, it's unpleasant. Oh, God. I got to watch that. Terrible. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> You know what That's I really funny. liked about this wedding yeah. reception? The band? Well, the band was excellent. <laughs> um, just the fact that, because like, even like regular TV shows don't do this often, um, all the attendees at the reception were like regular people we've never heard of. Right. They weren't, Which, they didn't yeah, have wrestlers. They, they yeah, like they showed was, up. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting because it's like, oh, like, because it actually felt like you were like part of this private ceremony. Because, yeah. You know, I think about like a lot of TV shows, even, you know, like a sitcom. It's like, you know, everyone at the wedding is just the characters that, you know, and it's like, well, you wouldn't, you know, they have like random family you've never heard of and like friends that don't get mentioned on screen. And uh, Vince McMahon ahead of the time. Oh, he was a big thinker. He knew what he was but doing. He, he should have been there with uh, Jesse, the body mentor during commentary. <laughs> that would have been really nice, actually. <laughs> Can you believe it? Because um, I do like it that the way they presented it, like this video package, and Alfred Hayes is just like, oh, the ceremonial uh, cutting of the cake. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and then something very nasty happened. It's, like, no. <laughs> it's just nasty. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's pretty much how it ended. I, I guess it was supposed to lead to a feud with Sid and, um, what was the Undertaker and or Jake the Snake, but the, like, he hurt himself, so it was cut short. It's fucked up. Yes. But I mean, that was uh, kind of a short one, but they just. I mean, they're all ridiculous in their own ways, but that's just not especially ridiculous. So, did you enjoy that? Oh my god, I loved it! I was so okay. happy. <laughs> it was, 
It was uh, it was the perfect level of uh, you know eighties. No, well, it was nineteen ninety one, but you know, like that yeah, era of ridiculousness. Mentality. Yeah, because um, and because it, it did like a, like it really like felt like a home video, um, and there was just all this unnecessary shit they didn't have to do and they chose to do. And I'm always like a sucker for details like that. So and and Savage's uh, his quote unquote tuxedo too. Yeah. Everything like uh, like you know because even like hearing him talk like a semi normal person a couple times is always interesting <laughs> to me, but yeah. doubly so like in the context of wrestling because it's like well you know if he's doing an interview that's fine but you know uh, Macho Man is always on um but he you know he was like seventy percent on for the reception yeah maybe Steve he was having maybe maybe actually had a couple of drinks it's possible maybe you know, the Macho um, Man likes to party yeah so I know I told you about uh, there was a separate. TV special for the uh, the bachelor party. Yes, um, yeah. I tell me sk- about it. I, I just I skimmed through. I did not watch the whole thing. It was like thirty something minutes. I was not going to do that. Uh, but it was you know it was all the good guys. But Bobby Heenan was also there for some reason. Uh, and it, I guess they like a, a belly dancer comes out at one point. Why not make a, the boys horny? A a partial it wasn't a full strip tease, but a woman who removed some clothing. Um, but it, like, everyone was in characters, like the, the bushwhackers were there being bushwhackers and said, oh, Coco, beware. It wasn't like, like Hulk Hogan wasn't there. Or, like, weren't he like, you know, any big names there? Yeah. But uh, Bro, no, I, Rodney just, Piper, I like the Piper idea of that. Oh, Rodney, Rodney, the Piper. Rodney the Piper. Yes, he was yeah. there. I um I just I like the idea, like especially with how over the top all the characters were. Like, I love the idea of seeing all of them watch a stripper because the different ways that they would all express being horny would be really funny to me. They were, they were all reacting excitedly yeah. about it. I think, like uh, I think Piper at one point, he, uh, and she's, you know, of course doesn't take anything off to reveal anything, but she like removes like a sport coat. And she's wearing a, a bra and like, he like almost fell backwards with his eyes crossed yelling. <laughs> so I said that was oh, entertaining. Oh my god, they're fucking Muppets, man. That's wrestling <laughs> at its best when they're fucking Muppets. Muppets that will bleed from the forehead. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the uh I I don't know where it, it it I don't know if it's on you know actual or not, but I it's on YouTube. You can find it's it. It's on the YouTube, that's all that matters. That's right. So uh we decided, yeah, let's do you want to go on to your next one then? We got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we, we chose some backup ones because um, these are kind of shorter segments. Um, except my backup uh, turned out to be an entire episode of SmackDown. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because yeah, when I uh, they, the wedding was at the start, I'm like, oh, they showed the wedding recap. They get married, and like the reception was the show. They were having the reception at the entrance ramp, and they yeah. seemed to be like interfering in every match. Yes, <laughs> um, which is actually I I thought it was actually a really cool idea. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, I, you know, I wouldn't have picked it to discuss on a podcast. So I'll give the quick highlights up until um, you know the the main event segment. There, we had okay. the wedding. Uh, Chavo's the best man, which is weird. Uh, oh, by the way, this is uh, Vicky Guerrero and Edge. Well, I guess uh, it would be weird because the technically, you know, this like a real life relationship there. Yeah, being, you know, my my uncle's dead. My dead uncle's wife is uh marrying another wrestler yeah it's it's weird dark yeah, but they they did you know they just got straight up married so the wedding party uh consisted of the best man chavo Guerrero, uh zach Ryder, kurt hawkins the edgeheads 
uh, Bam Neely, who I don't remember at all and had to Google. They didn't even say his name on TV. <laughs> and the wedding planner, which um, was Alicia Fox. Uh, she went on to become a, a legend in WWE, but this was kind of her first foray into the, the spotlight. She was considered uh, a legend? Well, she is now. She wasn't. No one knew who the hell she was. That was like the way she got in, and then she was, became a wrestler. Was it based on her fine acting skills? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did she improve there? Not really, but well, actually, yes, because she got to be a little bit of a lunatic, and she was a really good wrestler. Um, oh, but she was oh, always okay. like, she was more. She was more of an enhancement talent. Um, but she was there for a long time, and people liked her, and she was uh, always a joy to watch. Oh, okay. The great Alicia Fox. You make me feel bad about what I said. Uh, so they go bring groom. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, Chavo uh, kisses some ass with some gifts. He gives a custom magazine cover with Edge as the world champ. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't watch that you know, part. The show begins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just like, because uh, Edge had his t- title match against Triple H coming up. So we want to be like, you know what? You're going to win. So I'm just going to make this the cover now. Oh, that's nice. And I, and I don't remember if he won, actually. Um. Uh, so, you know, Edge thanks everybody. And uh, so we had a couple different pieces um, throughout the course of the night. Uh, they had their first dance after beating Finley. Um, Vicky did the bouquet toss um, where uh, Ch- Cherry from the uh, Deuce and Domino tag team ended up catching the bouquet. Uh, a lot of star power in that uh, section, though, although they, none of them were like huge names at the time, but it was... Uh, Michelle McCool was in there. A very young Natalia was there. Eve Torres was there. Uh, the great Maurice Mizanin was there. And uh, of course, Victoria. Um, and so there was a uh, Michelle McCool beat the li- living shit out of Natalia to leave. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Most of those names you just told me. They're um, outside of Cherry, who I just don't really know. They're all uh, excellent. Michelle McCool's oh, okay. the Undertaker's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And Natalia, of course, uh, Jim Neidhart's daughter. Oh, okay. I do know who that yeah, is. Yeah, she has right. the world record for the most matches by a woman in WWE. How many? Uh, I think it was over 500. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Good for her. Good for, good for Natty. Um, but yeah, so the main event of the night, uh, it was, you know, the, it was the end. Uh, and they're all coming out. Uh, you know, Edge had a little video package. Uh, of his love with Vicky, uh, was which like was sitcom quality. Yeah, and it was and like ninety percent of it was just them making out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Very close ups of it is no. Yeah, Edge um, has always been just such a sloppy kisser because he's made out <laughs> with so many different women in WWE, and it's always like his mouth just like um, roams the face of the woman. It's like if you like feed a horse something. Yeah, he, he has a very, everywhere and, um, very horny kiss. Um, yeah. we see it, we've seen it with Vicky. Uh, we see it a little bit later. Uh, and when he was with Lita for a while, there was a lot of that too. Um, did you ever know about the live sex celebration? I'm aware of that, yes. Yeah, we're, we should probably do that for next year's Valentine's. <laughs> All right. It's a great segment. I'm going to pencil it in. Yes. Um, so, you know, we think, hey, it's the end of the night. Everyone's happy. Everyone's had their nice meals. They've danced. They're celebrating. A song comes on, Bill. That's a song that you're familiar with and you like, I think. I'm very familiar with. By our great friend, the late, great Lemmy Kilmeister. (laughs) It's time to play the game, Bill. Yeah. 
the mascot of our show, Triple H, makes his way to the ramp. This is the the most uh, calm I've seen him. I think is probably his most close to his regular voice. I would assume. Yeah, this was very much in his kind of like laid back phase because it was like there was no real new stars at the time, and he was like the biggest legend around. So he just got to be like a cool world champ and just kind of do whatever he wanted. Very wet hair too. Yes. I did like Triple H references. He says, I'm not secretly married to Vicky Guerrero. That's not why I'm out yeah, here. Yeah, I like that. That was I'm actually uh, kind of surprised you didn't choose that for this. You know, I was going to, but yeah. um too predictable. I wanted to go for a deeper cut this time around. Oh, okay. Next year that's, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'll <laughs> talk I'll fucking talk about that next week. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> uh, so Triple H is like, you know what? I got a video too. And, uh, again, a segment that they oh, way too long. They could have chopped a good just, 10 just minutes out of this. Gone to the end. Yeah. Skip right to the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, you know, Triple H is showing footage of edge, uh, with Alicia Fox. Uh, they're planning the wedding, working on a schedule, uh, in edge's hotel room. Vicky's not here. Vicky's out shopping right now. I'm real stressed out. <laughs> And Edge is just getting close. You know, he's getting real, uh, you know, very, very close to her, talking about how much he loves Vicky, how he likes scents. He loved Alicia's natural scent. Yeah, it's weird. Her musk. Yeah. You know how we described it, Bill? Uh, I probably forced it out, so remind me. Uh, it was angels harmonizing on a dewy morning. Yeah, I don't remember that. It's a beautiful sleazebag, <laughs> oh. horny thing to say. Um. <laughs> But now oh, Edge is getting a little sore. You know, he's a wrestler. He gets aches. He gets pains. Boy, he had the so neck had, surgery. Yeah, he had fusion <laughs> surgery. So he's like, you know, so, but, so Alicia's like, you know what? Uh, I'll help you out a little bit. And she gives it to him. And so Edge is like, all right, this is fucked up. He sends his cronies after Triple H. But uh, what was Triple H's second gift, Bill? Uh, sledgehammer. Nicely wrapped. A great Peter Gabriel. Yes. Paying tribute to Triple H. Um, and so he had us. So they're like, all right, never mind. So now, um, Edge, Cowards. yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, so another uh, little bit of uh, fat shaming here. Edge is talking about how Vicky's too big for the lingerie store. Yeah, mean, too mean. Yeah, had to go to Lane Bryant instead. Uh, and uh. again, uh, you know, by WWE standards in particular, like Vicky's like a normal looking woman, like she's right. like mildly chubby at worst. Um, and you know, they're not, not that you should shame anyone for any size, certainly, but like uh, for them to just be like, "Oh yeah, look she at this." Hey, yeah, whenever she well, did the frogs, whenever she did the frog splash in tribute to Eddie, uh, they would call it the hog splash. Wait, she did the frog splash. Yeah. Oh, she wasn't like a trained wrestler, but she'd be in matches the same way like Vince or whoever would be in matches from time to time. Oh, okay. Um, so it was mostly her getting the shit kicked out of her, but um, she would do a frog splash and you know a couple moves from time to time. Okay. She's great. Now, it's, is it the whole reason that she got into wrestling as a character because her husband died? More so or less? She was, she was in it a little bit before. Um, she, like, she was doing stuff when Eddie was around. Okay. Um, so people kind of knew her. So I don't remember exactly how she got back into the mix full time. But, I mean, she ended up being an incredible heel. Like, I've been to a good amount of wrestling shows in my time and never have I heard a crowd boo someone louder than <laughs> when Vicky would be out there. Like yeah. she, she was the best at it. She was unbelievable. 
just doing it to piss people off. That scream she does, I know I'm jumping in, but my God, her scream. Oh, it's brutal. Uh, yeah, I would want to hear she, that in person. And she knows it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it works great. It's too bad she's a piece of shit, though. In real life? Yeah, she's a Trumper. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though your family comes from uh, Mexican immigrants, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's cool. Uh, anyway, uh, Triple H does a mean joke with a pair of large underwear. Yeah. Uh, which, again, what do you say? They're going to cover his car with it later or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Triple H, you're better than that. I mean, you're, 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 he's really not, but yeah. <laughs> I like to think he is because I love him. Uh, anyway, long story short, Edge finally makes out with Alicia Fox, even though she's visibly uncomfortable about it. Oh my God. Yeah. Actually, that was good. Uh, good acting on her part to be like, uh, about the whole thing. Yeah. Like this isn't right or normal, but I mean, come on, who doesn't yeah. want to get in on that edge, you know, get speared. <laughs> edge. Oh, ha, 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 ha. what if, uh, what if in the video, it just like cuts, like when they start making out, it just cuts and you just, it's like super close up of like, <laughs> just hardcore porn <laughs> full penny yeah <laughs> yeah on tv on the, yeah. on the titantron yep on network television at the time too yeah. Do they still call it the titantron my day no they just call it they call it the tron you'll still hear a wrestler call it that because the that's tron. what they know it as yeah but uh yeah because i don't think it's like titan sports anymore i think that um it's not titan towers in connecticut yeah i think i think when it became wwe um, the main holding company changed from Titan Sports to just oh. World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay. I could be 100% wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I think you're full of it. I probably am. Yeah. But yeah, so Triple H just laughs and leaves, which is kind of a great way to do it. He's just like, all right, I fucked everything up. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. And then and then she screams, and good yeah. Lord. Edges yeah. out of there. He's just looking concerned. I think it's funny how he spent the entire night assaulting people in in his uh, tuxedo and it looked, looked, good, looked, doing it. looked good at the end yeah hmm. probably made of like wrestling tights material as opposed oh, to yeah. real tuxedo material edge um edge is uh, nothing if not a man of endurance he uh i don't think he breaks a sweat yeah he didn't seem sweaty he entered the royal rumble at number one last year and he won oh good for him how long was he in there for so he's in there at least an hour oh. i believe all right don't yell at me yeah oh well, poor Edge. I'm, I'm assuming that the things fell apart. And the, and um, the, I actually, I don't remember what happened after this. Um, I wasn't watching a lot of SmackDown at the time. Um, but I mean, ultimately, yeah, it was basically like, obviously Edge was doing it for the power um, yeah. to make himself a world champion. So it worked Man, for a while. Get those motives. Good for Edge. All right. All right. So onto the final, which I remember seeing when it happened. You were you watching it this time, right? Oh boy, was I. You were deep into it, yeah. And I think this is the, in terms of translating it to a real world, the most messed up one because it involved a kidnapping mm-hmm. that went uh, un- not unnoticed, but no one did anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like in, in real life, you'd have at least local authorities, if not uh, county, state, federal authorities hopping in on this. Because mm-hmm. if I recall, she was kidnapped at the end of a pay per view. Yes. Oh, and by the way, we're talking about The Undertaker oh, when sorry. he forces Stephanie McMahon to marry him on the uh, April 26, 1999 episode Thank of Raw. You. Thank you for, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so so a little bit of the setup was that Vince McMahon got a, a phone call to meet him. Because now this is, again, was all ultimately for a power grab, it seemed. 
Yeah, well, I mean, ultimately, Vince orchestrated the whole thing, so. Well, yes, but that was like the the sloppily or hastily put together excuse, yeah. right? Like yeah, know, oh, oh, yeah know like what a month doing. later. Yeah. yeah, it was in Boston. Along. Well, that's good. Good for us. We're yeah. in Massachusetts. Not yeah. in Boston, but we're close. Close enough. Yeah. So I guess Vince is tricked into like being someplace else when they bring her out on a quasi-crucifix, the Undertaker's mm-hmm. logo. You got the uh, the Alkalites, and you have Viscera and Gideon, right? Midian. Midian, I'm sorry. Midian. Gideon is the fictional country in um, Handmaid's Tale. And they're also uh, the people that leave the Bibles in the hotels. They are. What do you know? Hmm. Now, don't, you... uh, don't forget Midian went on to wrestle under the name Naked Midian for a while. But he was never truly naked. He was wearing something. Yeah, a lie. Flesh tone uh, thong. Yeah, he should have been a pubes Midian. If he just came it naked, but he's just so much pubes that just cover. Like he could have been like you know, just like a a flesh colored bikini, but the front was all curlies. Covered See, I was up. I was thinking more that he's wearing a full leather gimp suit with only the pubic region cut out. It works. So you just see pubes and black leather. Do you uh? Not to get off topic, but it makes me think of the first time you and I went and saw Tim and Eric. Do you remember the, the naked suits they were wearing? Oh yeah, those were great. It was just, it was just balls and like long straight pubes. <laughs> like Big fo- floppy dicks. No, no, there was no dicks. It was just balls. Oh, was it? Yeah, balls and pubes. That's gorgeous. And giant weird nips too. Oh, you gotta. It's <laughs> the most important part of the anatomy is the giant weird nip. <laughs> but uh, back to this. So yes, yeah, so you just carry down to the ring. And it's all dark and scary, and Paul Bear is there, and he's looking. Uh, he was. Not the usual ghoulish self. He's a little more stylish this time around. Yeah, when um, Atti- when Attitude Era Paul Bear was um, just more of a regular dude. Um, he was we still, just... We still talked ridiculously. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he had the uh, that weird Book of Darkness that they're doing the ceremony from. It was... It was uh, I mean, this is... Still pretty long too. Oh, we had to mention too. Then the uh, the lead up to it that uh, you, they show a clip of. Oh, I think I just watched on the show with Mystic Man asking Steve Austin to help him Begging. get his daughter back. Yeah, and he didn't seem interested in helping. Right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Said I fuck you, Vince. Yeah, and so it's what's even more preposterous is that you know p- people eventually come out to hell, but only after this "quote unquote" marriage was sealed and done. Mm-hmm. You know, not on the way down, not, you know, not the police. Right. Well, Which, in fairness, some guys did try to help. Eventually. It was so, yeah, so they get in the ring, they do the ceremony. Undertaker's like, you know, caressing her face and it's all weird and uncomfortable. And she looks young and actually innocent because I think this is her early on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was this, this was before, and we watched the match where uh, Triple H and Vince McMahon fought. Does that happen before that? I'm trying to think which one. Yeah, it was. She, oh, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre? The cage match with the big show? No, that was Steve Austin. No, Triple H. Oh, Remember Triple H. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, that was, yeah. Triple H nope. hadn't even uh, married Stephanie yet. Oh, okay. Okay. She had two failed marriages in one year. Wow, good for her. That's well, actually, good. I guess the second one wasn't a failed one because... It worked out on screen and in real life. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, Ken Shamrock comes out first. <laughs> like he slides at the ring, 
And he has a baseball bat. Someone holds his legs. His arms are free, but he just lays there until someone holds his, pins his arms down. But I can't imagine, like, if, would you have taken that splash from Viscera? No. Would you have taken I, it if you weren't being held down? No. That's, okay. He's 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I'm sure Ken Shamrock just flexed as hard as possible and to take the impact. And I mean, that's, that's a good, if all you did that night, that night was that, that's a good night's work. Yeah. I do want to point out uh, as well for, um, for context. Yes. Uh, at the time, uh, Stephanie McMahon was 22 years old. Uh, and the undertaker was only 34. Wow. That's a, uh, well, what are we talking? 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. God, God damn it! Yeah. Wait, so this is ninety? Oh, she's the same age as me. Uh, she's a year older. Oh, her her birthday is this year. Her birthday is every year. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. yeah she'll, she will. She will be. Yeah. Forty six this year. Yeah. Joke for you. She's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a legend to you. Of course. If they're on my screen, if they had the honor of being watched by me, they're a fucking legend. Oh, I guess I count them because you're doing that right now. I'm a uh, legend. No, I'm on my notes page. I'm not looking at the screen. Oh, man. Go fuck yourself. You can't see this? Mm, nope, now I can't. Oh, fuck, you're a legend now. Shit. Yes. That got you twice. Flipped you Damn off it. and legend status. Damn it. Wait, so you're trying to say for the entirety of the show and the previous other podcast we did? I, I've, never, I've never looked at the screen once. <laughs> Damn it. I can't stand the fucking sight of you. Oh, that's harsh. That's also untrue. Don't worry. Wow. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, then was it Big Show comes down next? Mm-hmm. And he uh, he's overwhelmed eventually. I mean, he starts off okay, but... He does better than Kenny. Yeah. Anyone else come down? No, they, they cut to Shane McMahon holding back a bunch of people. Yes. Vince, I think Vince explicitly stated, don't get involved. But why? I forget. He oh, had because- a reason. Because he was him the whole time, Austin. I mean, that that's how you can look back at it uh, now. Anyway, yeah, lucky coincidence, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, is it is that all, if for people who came down to help? Or did someone else come down? One other guy did show up. Uh, who was it? Well, he was a uh, he wasn't as big a name as the Big Show. Certainly not as big a name as Ken Shamrock. Shit, his, name, his name was Stone Cold Steve oh, Austin. Yeah, I meant someone besides Steve Austin. <laughs> oh no, no one else. Oh, what if someone like like what if it was like Earl Hebner came down? <laughs> he was again. He was just like counting to five till he let her go. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Stephen yeah. Richards comes to save them. Yes, Goldust. someone. Yeah, Goldust would have, I guess, kind of made sense over Stephen Richards. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Steve Austin comes down, of course, kicks all the asses. Undertaker didn't stick around. Yeah, he didn't want to get hurt, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what? Midian takes a, a stunner. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, he turned to rubber. He flopped was, around like a. The, he was, that's the best way to take a stunner is to just act like you've been electrocuted in a cartoon. Yeah, and then when he got tossed out of the ring afterwards too, he yeah. just flopped down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he saves the day and ties her. And she hugs him and he's just like not having it. Yep. Hands are here. My hands are here. Yeah. What if he sent it, what gave her a stunner? That would have been interesting. I would have liked it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's saying. You know, I, I did what you asked, Vince, but also fuck the McMahon family. Yeah. 
What was it? Stun your college age daughter. (laughs) Who's just been through the most traumatizing experience ever. (laughs) She's only been in the trunk of a wrestler and his weird manager for 24 hours only to be publicly crucified and forced into marriage. Yes, with the mention of having offspring. <clears throat> yeah, what's what's one stunner going to do after all that, honestly? She'll, she'll be asleep for a while if you wanted to think about it. I was going to say, yeah, maybe knock her out and just let her forget for a while. Yeah. It's the best thing you can do. It's, oh, too bad, Paul Bear. Do you think Paul Bear ever took a, uh, a stunner? Oh, he has, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. did he ever take a power bomb? Maybe. Hmm. Uh, Last ride, you... perhaps, from The Undertaker? <laughs> On the floor, yeah, the table. I'm picturing it now. It's like, no, it's not good. No, I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, but then Vince comes out and he's hugging his daughter and thanking Stone Cold, who's like, yeah. But I can at the same time too, and Jim like picture like Jim Ross having to call that. Think of the time he's just like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> he was. He didn't sound like he sounded dead serious. Ah, he was, he was a professional. He's nothing if not that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jim Cornette was uh, with him, unfortunately. Where was Lawler? Was he banned from the show for bad things? Not at that time. He was, um, he was campaigning. He was running for the mayor of uh, Memphis at the time. So he was like randomly on and off raw for a while. Did he win? I don't think so. He, he, he didn't win because at a debate he gave his opponent an actual pile driver. Hmm? Oh, that's not going to help you. Not going to get you votes. Yeah, he never made it. Yeah. Well, that's fine. He doesn't deserve it. From what you told me about him. Anyone at a Trump rally doesn't deserve to be in office. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, uh, I think we had some fine choices. Uh, again, all the most ridiculous things that you would hope would ever happen in real life. Wrestling is filled with stupidity. Only one forced marriage, though. That's pretty good. Yeah, the three were all the, all the other three were uh, out of genuine love. Uh, well, one of them, you know, was because it was basically like Savage and Elizabeth were already they were married already. So, oh, this that's is just true. Show. Yeah. So I uh, hope everyone is feeling uh, extra loved. I hope after you listen to this, you go and ask your loved one to marry you in the middle of a wrestling ring in an arena. Nothing bad comes. Nope, no one comes out to interfere and Mm -hmm. ruin your night. Or at the reception. Yeah. Yeah. Always make sure, too, that uh, one of you didn't get um, drugged and forced into marriage by Triple H earlier in the night, too. Or videotaped the the day of Mm -hmm. uh, doing something you shouldn't have been. Tisk, tisk. Yeah. Don't Um, fuck up. And they bring a, a snake detector wand and place it all over the gifts before you open them up. The moral of the story, marry someone that you love, not someone that you're horny for and want to have sex with and you're afraid to have sex before marriage. Who's, who's okay? a wrestler? Don't be a fucking boomer, you fucking shitheads. Oh my goodness. Fall in love with only one of the people mentioned on the show today. You can't that love anyone else. Includes you and me. Yeah. Also includes Earl Hebner. Mm-hmm. Disgraced, disgraced former, former referee former. Earl Hebner. Hope you found love. Yeah, he did. Love everyone in, selling bootleg merchandise. And what do you I, think about it? Isn't that is m- it, who all our Valentines should be? 
Wait, has it turned into bootleg merchandise or I thought it was actual authentic merchandise? Did we yeah, make it well, bootleg? it was. Uh, yeah, bootleg was made up too. Oh, so that's bootleg in the parking lot versus actual stolen merchandise in the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> Which we made our own canon. Mm-hmm. That's we're, we're fictionalizing it. Is that a word? Fictionalizing. 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 Thank you, my God. We're fictionalizing it to uh, not get sued. I think it's working. Earl yeah. Hebner has yet to sue us, and he is yeah. aware of the show. He knows. He listens all the time. Well, Dave, do you want to tell everyone? Did you you upset? Oh, yeah. Time? That's a fun story to end the program on. Because yeah. uh, obviously we all uh, enjoy talking about disgraced former referee Earl Hebner and the way he likes to steal merchandise and sell it on a regular basis. Uh, graced current re- uh, referee Charles Robinson went live on Instagram the other day. Lil Nate, they call him. Um, wasn't too many people in the room. There's only about 70 people in the room. Uh, and he was just taking questions. He's out on a boat on a lake, having a nice day off and piece of shit. Asshole. Me, uh, <laughs> writes, Charles, are you selling bootleg merch on that boat? Like disgraced former referee Earl Hebner. <laughs> uh, and I thought he was just going to ignore it, but instead he goes, that's not funny. The comment about the bootleg merch. It's not funny. <laughs> it's great. Yes. I am excited for the Royal rumble. Thank you. That, that's how you, that's what happened. Yeah, like he, and then he just like moved on to the next question, basically. Really like funny. nothing ever happened. <laughs> Lil Nate, I know you're listening to. I was just trying to be funny. I apologize. Uh, I appreciate your work. I appreciate your pace count. Great ref, legend. Flare hair on my screen. Yeah, Lil Nate, tiny peepee. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. The end. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs>